Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, February 27th, 2023. Uh, uh, on today's... <laughs> mm. <laughs> Shit. On today's episode, I got my motherfucking freestyle rap battle mode. King of the dot, we on top. Yeah, Big Drew, the rapper gonna hot. What the fuck? See, no, I'm not any good anymore. Anyways, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, February 27th, 2023. What's going on, guys? I'm back on the fucking strat today, bro. Uh, I've been a I've been a Les Paul guy. I've been really fucking around with my Les Paul uh, because I uh, tuned up my strat. Like a couple months ago when I still worked along McQuaid and then I fucking, I set the action too low and then I was like, I don't want to, this I need to fix this and I didn't like playing the action. And then I was also just addicted to the humbuckers of my, of my Les Paul because it's like, I fucking have been a strap man for so long, but I just love metal and like thickness and like, I don't know, like I still always will be a strat guy, but there's just something about humbuckers that I'm like, fuck, they're way better. <laughs> and like for the longest time, I was like, it doesn't matter, bro. Like you can get single coils and still sound metal, which like you can. Like, this is a- like that still sounds metal, but there's just something about doing that with humbuckers that's just like fucking sounds way better anyways hi welcome to the show uh how are you doing it's right. you have a good fucking weekend i had a good weekend let's start off the show with a little bit of uh All right, just completely fucking. And I've been, you know, what's crazy is I've actually been practicing guitar like all weekend. I was, I'm practicing this Travis Tritt guitar solo, uh, because that is one thing I learned from this guy Billy Bossano. He's a country, like a consummate country picker, like Travis picking and like, you know, like utilizing his pick in addition to like the rest of the fingers on his on his picking hand. And then I learned that from like a very young age, like how to utilize my ring finger and my middle finger and then even your pinky in some instances while you're holding your pick with your first finger and your thumb. Um, so anyways, I, I heard this solo. We're just, Court and I were just listening to like country Spotify playlist and this fucking Travis Tritt. And like, I just hear the most fucking blazing ass guitar solo like I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Where was that? Fucking, um, what is the name of that song? I don't even remember the name of the fucking song. History. It is called Recently Closed. What the fuck? Where's my history? Control H? Where the fuck is that? I've been using uh, chat GPT to write my radio breaks. <laughs> and like, it still comes out. Like, you still have to tune them up a little bit, but it's actually really fucking surprising as to uh, how good it is. You're like, holy fuck. Okay, Chexmex party dip. What the fuck? Uh, yesterday. Oh, I was looking at how to make a Chex mix. Um, Brett Mason. Okay, here we go. Southbound train. This fucking guitar solo is lit. I wonder if I could figure out a way to reroute my computer's audio into the... Oh, man, this solo is sick. Can you hear that? No, you guys probably can't hear that. Anyways, I've been fucking practicing guitar, like learning this guitar solo. 
Travis Tritt, Southbound Train. Check out that. Listen to that fucking solo in that. Brett, Brent Mason. Ooh. And then Joel, I was just talking to Joel about this. We got some more fucking podcasts cooked up here, but uh, we're not going to speak it into the universe or universe for fear of fucking it up. So anyways, I uh, hope you had a good weekend. Um, long weekend, you know, coming back off that shit. But I had a good weekend. I was back at the corner. Um... On uh, on Saturday, bro, we fucking had the re- – it was almost the boys' reunion. It was me, Natish, Paul, and then it was supposed to be Danny, but he was in Montreal, so we had Leah Kanani in there. And uh, it was just I, – I was kind of weird, actually. I, I saw Natish for like half a second, but he just kind of dipped. I like I barely talked to him, but me and Paulie were just like chilling. We went for sushi beforehand. Um, it was nice just to reconnect with my good friend, Paul Thompson. Um and then, so we had a good show. I was hosting, and uh, it was a thir- it was a thirty person birthday party. Um, and it was like for this girl, and she was like fucking. It was like classic downtown Toronto people, like fucking. Like there was a dude wearing a bucket hat with like a shiny shirt. She had thirty friends. All the girls, like everyone, looked like they were like auditioning for some kind of reality fucking dating show. Like they all looked like they got ki- like were rejected from like Love Island or fucking Too Hot to Handle, and they're all dressed like that. And c- clearly, nobody like it's so funny to me that people who don't give a fuck about comedy will choose this activity for a birthday event because it's kind of like it's like. Like comedy clubs in that sense, and I've said this before, they're kind of like adult Chuck E. Cheese's where they're just like, what should we do for their birthday? It's like, should we go to the party putt? That's a putt. That's fun. It's a bar, but they also have mini putt. It's like, oh, that's fun. (laughs) It's like, oh, we could go to a comedy show. Oh, that would be fun. And then they would roast her and we could, oh, that would be fun if they made fun. That would, we should do a comedy show. And it's just like name one comedy album that came out this year (laughs) and I don't mean to like gatekeep it as if like you have to be some extreme fan or something like that but like using it as a fucking as a Chuck E. Cheese it's it it hurts (laughs) and it's like it hurts a little bit but at the end of the day like I know what the fucking job is I know I'm here to facilitate the sale of alcohol and that's the pretense under uh, under which we're all meeting this evening you know Um, so I'm fine with that and whatever. It's a job to, it's a job. It's what it is. And so they didn't give a fuck. They're a giant group. Nobody, there was a couple people I could tell that were stand up fans, but for the most part, it was like people were up getting drinks, talking, chatting in the back of the room and they walked eight feet away from the stage. So they felt fine to talk. So, and I was like, good thing. And I got, (laughs) I was like, I was telling them, I'm like, yeah, this crowd sucks or whatever the fuck. I'm like, "Uh," but I was like, I've done, I've been doing comedy for 15 years. Like, I think I've seen this film before. And then the whole crowd, because they're all like white girls, like in their fucking mid 20s, like, and I didn't like the ending. And that's a Taylor, those are Taylor Swift lyrics, right? So I'm like, oh, this is fucking perfect. We're just going to start singing Taylor Swift now together. Like, you guys don't want to fucking listen to me tell jokes. Let's do a little Taylor Swift sing-along. So I just fucking, Drew looks at me. And then they go, and a finger smile so he won't see. So I just, <laughs> I just led them in a fucking Taylor Swift sing-along until everybody fucking sat back down. And I was like, okay, are you ready for the fucking show? Because stage, that was in the entirety of stage, right? It was the 30 person. And there was a dude wearing a bucket hat with a silver, like shiny shirt on wearing sunglasses inside. Like, could you be more on Coke right now, dude? Like you're the most... <laughs> 
coked out looking fucking guy. You got a bucket hat. Like anytime a white guy is wearing a bucket hat unironically, it's like you are on fucking coke, dude. Or at the very least, you can have it around in the next half an hour. <laughs> or you can put me in touch with someone. Like you're one degree of separation away from a nice big bag of cocaine with your fucking bucket hat and your shiny shirt. And he didn't even have his buttons done up at the top. He had like the first two or even three buttons just free flowing. And it's like, it's cold out. <laughs> so that's all of stage right is this fucking just Guido fucking birthday party. And then stage left is an, is like a perfectly acceptable, like a 10 person uh, engagement party for an Irish couple that just got engaged. And you could tell like they were there also to get roasted. And I was just like, oh, it's so easy. It's like, look at you, you ugly motherfucker. Like, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like just roasting on the guy. And then they were loving it. Like, oh, that's a proper chirp. Like, <laughs> they came up after me. Like, you're giving them proper chirps. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am also Irish myself. I'm culturally Irish. Uh, <laughs> Irish Catholic for sure. Um, so that was fine. So I played a lot of the uh, the show to stage left. But yeah, like there was like I had to do the drink orders. That's when like halfway through. And then it's a fucking 30 person birthday on a Saturday night. Like they are there to get fucked up. So the, I knew the drink order was going to be at least 10 minutes because we have one server, you know, and she's got to fucking, you know, drop 60 drinks right now. So good fucking luck with that. Um, so I was like, yeah, and if and, and everyone's going to get and I even said, I'm like, don't get up. We have table service and they guys are like still got up and they're like standing in line. And like you can see that our single fucking waitress is is taking orders and you're standing in line at the bar. Like go sit back down at your fucking table and someone will be with you shortly. <laughs> That's what I was saying. And I was like, fine, you guys want to get up and I'll talk. And then a couple Coke guys got up. So, I, you know, I got a classic like, oh, they're, they're, you know, Brandon and fucking Tyler are going to the bathroom together. Like, you think that just because one guy went in 18 seconds before, like, we're like, it was like some fucking platform nine and three quarters teleportation. Like, <laughs> like this guy, one guy goes into the bathroom and then the second guy waits like literally less than less than 18 seconds. And then he also goes into the bathroom. And it's just like, oh, I guess that first guy must have just left. I didn't see him leave. <laughs> like, everyone just saw two guys go into the fucking bathroom and uh, whatever. And then. So I'm like making that joke and then uh, and then nobody and then really at that point, you know, like we I had a good half the crowd standing up just to stretch their legs and go for a dart and whatever the fuck. They just felt like it was halftime, like we're going to go for a halftime here because that's what happens when you're not actually a fan of stand up. You're like, this is just our activity. Like, you want to go for a fucking you want to go for a dart? Yeah, let's just go for a dart. Like, fuck this shit. Like, whatever. We're getting fucked up and whatever. So so I'm like, OK, fine. Like, we're just going to sing Taylor Swift now. <laughs> So I did that until I just and then I felt bad because it's like, you know, I wasn't going to toss the fucking grenade on the poly like I'm going to I'm going to fucking all sit all over this grenade. That's my job as the MC is to shove it in my anus. So I shoved it in there real good. <laughs> I fucking shoved it in there real good. Um, so then, yeah. So I'm hanging out with Polly after the show, and he goes, yo, Luke Lawrence has a fucking extra ticket to King of the Dot tomorrow, and it's the Pat Stay Memorial fucking show. So they're doing all these battles in fucking Memorial of Pat Stay, who's like one of the best battle rappers who ever lived, and he got murdered in Halifax a couple fucking months ago. Um, so it was a big benefit fucking fundraiser for Pat Stay. I'm like, yo, sick, I'd love to go. So I'd never actually been to a live King of the Dot before. Like, I think I've been to a battle rap 
like in Edmonton, I think I want to say in like 2014 or 15 or some shit like that. I had been to battle and also helped Billy write his battle rap when he did one. So I'm definitely, I know the world, but I'd never really been to like a king of the dot. Like this is the proper, like this is the fucking like the NFL of fucking battle rapping in Canada. It's the CFL. <laughs> it's the CFL of battle rapping. And uh, I got to say, I'm a fucking convert, dude. Like I am so fucking down. Arcane versus Saga was fucking sick. Arcane came back. You know, he's been going through all these fucking, all that shit, his little Andy Dufresne shitstorm that he, cause he got pinched for fucking buying bars, which is a cardinal sin, bro. You can't fucking buy bars. That's the same thing as buying jokes as a comedian. Like you got, the whole point is that you fucking came up with this shit. Not that someone else wrote it and you just are smooth with it, you know? Like the whole point is that this is your fucking brain on display. So, uh, so it was funny to see, it was cool to see Arcane came back and he was going against this guy Saga who I'd never fucking heard, but Arcane is the two time King of the Dot champion. And he actually had a battle with fucking Pat stay, which is like a legendary fucking battle that was kind of signified like a passing of the guard from Arcane who pretty much started this like King of the Dot. Like he was like their first star, uh, like they all Ken Shamrock <laughs> or whatever, I guess, or Nick will school me on whoever the fucking MMA guy is. Just waiting for that message from Nick as to who the first fucking real star of the, of the UFC was. But uh, it was like, and then he had this famous line he opened. He's like, Arcane, that's a hard name. And then that's how Saga opened his battle against Arcane. And it was like this, all this like tribute to Pat Stace. So it was fucking awesome. Um, my buddy Kripal was there. Uh, I saw DTG, which I was like totally fangirling about. Like this guy is like my favorite guy on Instagram. Like he's so funny. And I know he's buddies with Kripal and like, but it, like Lil Windex like was so big to me. I was like, this is actually like so genius. Cause at the time it was such a, uh, like a blazing critique of what had happened to the rap industry and what these guys were doing um, in order to get views, essentially like stitches and fucking um, just, I don't know, that sort of like fucking, like not Migos themselves, but all the Migos clones that are just like, <laughs> like, you know, just this fucking dumbass shit, <laughs> this triple time fucking, <laughs> and like fucking Lil Windex was like, came in and he just fucking did that style. And it's just like so well on top of sat satirically doing that, um, so I was always had mad respect for DTG. So I saw him. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and I could have got Kripal to introduce me to him because like they're homies or whatever. But I was like, whatever. Fucking I'm just let chill. But it was nice to see Kripal too. Just 118 fucking holding it down, bro. Like that's the thing about being an artist. Like you, when you're in your hood and like the guys who actually commit to the art, when you make it out the fucking bucket, like you see each other around because you're like, we both made it out the fucking bucket of the hood to some extent, at least, you know, we're not in the upper echelons, but we're not like these fucking losers <laughs> with fucking Facebook fan pages. You know what I mean? Like we're actually doing like making money off of our chosen art and like a living off of it. So you run into these fucking people, especially when you're from the same hood. It's like, yo, like we're both repping 118, like hard, like face saw me. He's like, yo, big Drew Beverly, like 118 in the house. I'm like, yo, what's up? Cripe? Uh, yeah. So that was fucking sick. So King of the dot was fucking sick. And, uh, what the fuck else? I got a corporate on Friday. I'm up in Orangeville again. And then, yeah, I've been practicing this Brent Mason solo. Brent Mason. Oh, yeah. No, I can't talk about that. Okay. Uh, what I can talk about is this. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Oh, I've been stoning out on those. 
But uh, <laughs> I just realized I've been totally stoned out on that. That's not even a, it's not even like I, oh fuck, it's been February 6th was the last one. Did I literally stone out on that for one, two, three weeks now? Holy fuck, I'm sorry. I gotta get, once I get into the routine of something, so maybe I'll do that, I'll post that after. But anyways, go to patreon.com. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, promotional consideration is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to bonus content? Like every set I've ever done starting from the very beginning. Yes. You can hear me do comedy in 2011 when I sucked. Actually, there is some good jokes in there. A couple of them. Joel was like, Hey, that's actually not bad. I was like, yo, that actually wasn't bad. Maybe this kid's got a career in the standup comedy community. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Drew Sign up for as little as five bucks. If you're dumb or seven bucks, if you play guitar and you're really fucking dumb, um, uh, <laughs> and in addition to all this stuff, you also get a, a personalized, individualized shout out like these fine people, Kevin and Joyce, uh, new guy, Mark, motherfucking James, uh, Tony Smog, Nick and Mac, Bubba Marnus, motherfucking street demon, uh, our number one fan, Joel, and in the motherfucking hall of fame, call it Andre Blair, Tara and Alicia say they name what up a one of them. Hi, Mink. Go to patreon.com slash Drew Bame. Sign up for as little as. Five bucks as well. Promotional consideration for this week of Drew's provided by KingTutsCannabis.cc. Uh, they just sent me some more shit. Uh, it's in my mailbox in Toronto, so I got to go pick that shit up. I pay 10 bucks a month just to get free dope. That doesn't make sense. Ooh, 28 grams of Maserati hash indica. I don't know if that's hot hash or weed or what is that? Is that hash or is that weed? It's Maserati hash indica. Wow, you can get an ounce of hash for fucking a hundred dollars that's fucking crazy guy yo guy yo dog it's nine bucks bro for uh yo it's nine bucks for one gram but it's a hundred dollars for 28 grams how does that make work how does that make how does that make work how you make that work i <laughs> go to kingtutscannabis.com Slash Drew Bame and use the promo code Drew at checkout for 10% off your order. And it lets them know that uh, this is still worth the partnership. So just buy a little fucking dope, okay? And if you want a little, send me a message. I'll send you a little fucking dope here too. Shipping. These shipping rates are out of control. But uh, if you are if you are a Patreon, then I will send you dope. Don't worry about it. Go to, go to fucking, that's a double commercial. Go to patreon.weed slash kingtuts and sign up for the promo code Drew. <laughs> Okay, now I got the strat, so I'm going to play a little country guitar now. Hang on a sec. Bear with me just a moment. Okay, so we got country guitar, backing track, and G. I don't know. Ah, oh, fuck. This is going to be hard. Like this. 
gotta know my double stops. I gotta learn those. Not a sec. All right, let's just fucking fire up the weed whacker, eh? Oh, did I pick the wrong one? Okay, well, we're gonna change things up now. Oh shit, this is like. Try again next week. Night, night. <laughs> you forgot, though. About your fucking news, your bonus. Nah.